0: Uh, But to talk about all the free agency is one of the most respected voices, journalists, of the sport of hockey in the United States, probably ever. Ladies and gentlemen, from USA Today, and Wayne, Michigan resident, the one, the only Kevin Allen. How you doing, Kev?
1: Doing great, Tony. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, Let's talk uh, Red Wings first. I saw, I don't know if you would call them grades, but uh, you did say the Red Wings were winners in the early stages of free agency and a lot of people like myself are, are are kind of confused by what they happen. Here's the one one thing to start that I don't think there's any confusion about. They needed a goalie, and three years, $9 million for Jonathan Bernier is a pretty good deal, correct?
1: Oh, well, absolutely, and, uh, you know, it was uh, a, a lot of teams were looking for goalies. There were five or six out there, and I think for the most part, the Red Wings landed who they wanted to get, I mean, Carter Hutton was the one everyone wanted, but, uh, he took the opportunity in Buffalo just because he might be able to play more there, and I think he felt like he had to get fit. But Bernier is a veteran guy who can step in if Howard gets hurt. So, uh, and as you said, they, they didn't have any goalies really under contract. They really had to make this move.
0: All right, so the, that's all good and done. But the other ones are kind of more controversial. And let's start with let's start with with Mike Green. And yes, he's still a pretty good player. The problem people have is a two years at that number, and a no, he, they gave him a no trade contra- a clause at least until February of 2020. Why does this make any sense for a team going through a rebuild?
1: Well, because I think they're expecting that Philip uh, Ronek is going to be brought up from Grand Rapids and try to be the you know the power play guy next year. And you know, do you want to do that by itself, where he has no one to sort of lean on, or do you want the you know, the guy around that, uh, you know, he could sort of watch and learn from. I mean, it's a very similar situation to what, you know, Toronto did where, um, you know, they had veterans on their roster and they brought in younger players as well. They knew the team wasn't going to be good, but, you know, they didn't want a bunch of young players trying to figure it all out by themselves. So, you know, they kept some veterans around and you know, kind of lead on them. It's two years. He wanted three. He probably could have got it elsewhere, but he liked playing here. A lot, and I think they felt that, uh, you know, he could be a value as a kind of teacher. And, you know, you don't want to just totally throw in the the towel and be, uh, uh, you know, a horrible, horrible team. I mean, still not going to contend, but, you know, at least they're going to try to be credible on a nightly basis.
2: Hey, Kevin, uh, you say you don't want to throw in the towel and be a. You know, just a horrible, horrible team. But when you look at some of the contracts that come off the books in 2019 and 2020, and you know that guys like Vanek and Green could actually maybe help this team, why not be absolutely horrible and and try to go after a Jack Hughes in the draft? And then maybe in 2020 is the year that you kind of start to win.
1: Well, I mean, I I don't don't think this— you know, is gonna take them out of the Jack Hughes sweepstakes by any stretch of imagination. I mean we saw the team last year with had uh, you know Mike Green. Sure. Like you know, you are just trying to get a ticket to the dance. Uh, you know, once you're in then, you know, it just becomes luck whether you get the team or not. It's not like the old days. Like that's what I always try to tell my readers. Like in yeah. the old days, you know, I, I understood tanking because, you know, you were going for a prize you got to the end you're going to get it but it's just luck you know you, you you know you just got to have one chance and you got to hope you got to win and even if you're the worst team in the league you know you're talking about uh you know a quarter or you know 25 percent chance of of getting back you so you know there's no you know guarantee that if you were a bad you're gonna you're like out but look at you know look at this season like you know looks like uh um, you know they had gotten themselves out of position to get a great player, and end up with a guy that a lot of teams had ranked second in the draft. So there is some point. luck involved. here. Uh,
0: the Thomas Vanek signing—I don't have a problem with one year, but again, why give him a no-trade?
1: Well, you know what? Yeah, you can give that to him, but you know—is he going to sit here and want to play for a team, or is he going to go try to win it all? Like I, you know, I didn't see that as a uh, uh, you know as a stumbling block to getting a deal done um you know i I think he would agree just like he did last time but you know again i think uh a one year deal doesn't hurt them at all like you know they weren't gonna do anything with that three you know with the cap space that he takes up uh so just uh you know ride it out have a guy on your uh, uh in your lineup that everybody likes uh you know but you still have to be competitive like uh, you know I just don't understand to think that like well we well, strip it down i mean you're you're not going to be a a great team you're going to get a chance in the jackie's lottery which is what you want and you know you're going to be down far enough that you're going to get a, probably a good player in the draft um i mean you got to be just totally miserable i mean will you increase your chances <laughs> by 10 percent like i i just don't get that thinking i mean you still got to watch you know i you know the tigers i watch them you know every day and uh you know I, I want to try to them even though I know they're not going to do anything you, you, you know want them to be somewhat competitive
0: so you don't think even with you know the signings that happened yesterday they' still can even remotely get into like the eighth spot
1: I you know I don't I don't think so but you know stranger things have happened obviously but uh, you know they you know they're still gonna have they're still gonna be young There's still guys trying to figure it out. You know, Mantha, and Anthony you I mean, we still don't know what we're going to get from them. I still like it's pretty established. But, you know, you're going to move Rasmussen into the lineup who's going to be a first-year player. You know, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see Radina as well. Um, and These guys are going to be all guys that are trying to sort it all out on the fly. And just because they insert Mike Green and uh, Vanek into the lineup doesn't suddenly transform them into you know, a Stanley Cup contender. And, um, you know, I think it just gives us some guys that when things get, um, you know, tough because it sure looks like it's going to be tough, you know, they get got guys to lean on and they're not involved in the dressers kind of looking starry
2: on. Hey, Kevin, what about a couple things with the team? Not what we're talking about, but Gus Nyquist, his contract is up after 2019. Do you see him as a guy that's going to get dealt? And also, what do you know about Henrik Zetterberg and his status for this season?
1: Well, I mean the word is, is that he was gonna, you know, come back. I actually talked to a couple of Swedish writers, uh, uh at the draft and they both told me that that's was sort of what's going on in Sweden that certainly he's gonna try to play again. So, you know, we'll see, you know, how that uh that plays out. I you know, I think the the uh the plan for the Red Wings hasn't changed by any of the signs. Like, you know, they see contracts coming off the book, um, with Nyquist and the Cronwall and uh and Jimmy Howard, and then you know they're going to have, in their estimation, enough to make uh, a bid for a free agent if they, uh, you know, next summer. The problem with that, of course, is, is that you know there's supposed to be a lot of defensive available, but slowly but surely they've all, you know, re-signed with their clubs, which is the norm in the NHL. So I don't know. I mean, is Eric Carlson going to actually be out there next summer? I, I have my doubts about that. So I'm not sure they may have a pile of money next summer, but. Um, as we've seen in the past, there may not be anybody to uh, to go after.
0: Kevin Allen joins us on the uh, Troy Laser Hotline. Uh, did you happen to go down to uh, LCA to watch any of the developmental camp this week?
1: I, I did not, uh, but you know I'm aware of you know the, the talents of those guys. Like you know they had an incredible draft. I mean that's when I you know wrote what I did. I you know pressed it by saying the reason I liked what they did is because I loved their draft. I mean if you talk to people around the league. Almost everybody thought they had a really exceptional draft. Uh, you know, some of it um, just sort of fell into their lap. Like, nobody, just the Dean that Zavina would fall, you know, all the way down to them. And, uh, you know, he's such a, you know, dynamic, gifted player. Like, this guy's a goal scorer. Like, he doesn't need, you know, uh, any room to, to let that shot go. And I think that's what they were excited about. And, you know, is uh, was a guy that uh, everybody knows can. Like Larkin, and was, you know, even when he was 15, they are predicting starting for him. He's never quite reached uh, the level they thought, but, you know, everybody can see the skill package.
0: Uh, John Tavares uh, signing with uh, the Maple Leafs. Obviously, it was his childhood, you know, team growing up in Toronto. A good fit, and does it, it dispel the rumors that uh, Mike Babcock can't get free agents? <laughs>
1: hmm. Well, yeah, for sure. But, I mean,. You know, anytime you can go on social media and see a guy covered up by, like, you know, in this case, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the blanket, yeah. when he was, uh, you know, yeah, and I, I like that. was so stunning to me to see that. But, uh, you know, this is obviously, you know, probably the biggest uh, free agent signing since Peter Meyer went to, to Anaheim, uh, you know, more than a decade ago. Um, and this is huge. I mean, you know, they have a center ice now with Matthews, Tavares, and uh, Cadre. Like, uh, you know, even the Penguins, you know, they can match them in the first two, but, you know, when you get down to three now, it's the third center, like they have such an impressive center group. So I love that move. Um, I like the fact I'm a little bit shocked. I mean, I thought Tavares was going to follow kind of the Isaac Joe Sackick, uh, uh stand model of, uh, you know, staying with one team and trying to bring that group along. So I was a little bit surprised, but... Um, you know, this is going to be a really big thing. He obviously wasn't afraid of playing in uh, Toronto, which is a bit of a media spotlight.
2: Kevin, I mean, they got to be the favorite to come out of the East right now, right? I mean, bet, or maybe Tampa Bay. I mean, Washington's yeah. obviously coming up the cup.
1: Yeah, I, I still don't love their defense. Uh, in fact, I don't even like it. Uh, I think <laughs> they, still, they still need uh, a little bit of help there. Um, and I think they'll get it, like, you know, uh, you know Dubas who's replaced Lamarillo is a very aggressive general manager and I suspect you know they've you know I think now is the point where they've got this team the way they want it. I think everybody sort of looks at Toronto as a uh, a model and uh you know you know this is a great example of uh you know everybody talks about well look what Toronto and stuff, but they needed luck you know they needed luck and they got Austin Matthews just like the Red Wings needed luck and I think they got it in Medina. So now we'll see what happens. But, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, you know, kept some veterans and waited and traded them off as they went along. And uh I, I agree with you, I think they're gonna be a Stanley Cup contender, but I I still like the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um and there's still some good teams. I mean Washington is still strong, you know just uh, the penguins still have Cosby and Walking. So it, it's not like you know, they blocked the Stanley Cup, they can't the
0: there Kevin, thanks. Great catching up with you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kevin. All right. See you later. All right, Kevin Allen, USA Today, joined us on the Troy Laser Hotline.